Yeah, I love people who come from all sorts of backgrounds, from education, from music, from anything but health, actually. But for some reason, they pivot into the health sector. And when I talk about the health sector, I'm talking about all things health. You know, what, what's been intriguing me over the last 30 days of this 90-day challenge has been the people that I meet and the lessons I'm learning and the stories that I hear. It's just phenomenal. Honestly, someone asked me earlier today, are you enjoying this or is it just stressful? I'm loving it. Honestly, the amount of new insights that I'm getting and the people and the connections I'm getting are going to be lifelong uh, connections. I know it. By the way, I've got a question for you in the, you know, watching or listening to this after the fact too. What does holistic health mean to you? If you're like me, you initially think of things like alternative complementary medicine or perhaps uh, you know, it's all things health in terms of your work, your home, all of the things that, that can contribute to your health. But there's actually more than what you can probably think of. And my guest today will share some of his insights. So I won't go and dwell on that just yet until I introduce uh, Dr. Pooch, who I heard about uh, recently from one of my favorite podcast hosts, who is actually there are actually two kids uh, based in the UK called Dee and Ray. I think one's nine and one's six. Beautiful girls. Uh, and their podcast, do check this out, is Our Messy Rainbows. Welcome to day 31 of my 90-day <laughs> insane challenge where I'm sharing my personal journey back to personal health and well-being, but also teaching together with my guests some insights into the world of health and entrepreneurship. So do go back, check out the last month or so of content. And if you like what you're seeing and hearing, do subscribe and join me on this journey. I'm Beirouz, by the way. I'm a public health or preventive medicine doctor here in the UK. And my mission is to help you, the entrepreneur, especially those of you who are from non-traditionally health backgrounds, to help you create a healthier, happier world through your ventures. But it all starts with your personal health. And what I've found is that many of you that I've worked with have come from a completely non-health background, but for some reason you come across an experience of your own, either with your own health or after seeing or looking after a loved one. And it, it somehow either consciously or subconsciously drives you towards the health space with your entrepreneurial mission. So if, if that is you, do check out my website, entrepreneurs.doctor. I've got a free masterclass where I walk you through how to turn that passion into a way forward. I'd love to, to work with you. Quick disclaimer before we get to the main main event. So anything you hear on these uh, episodes, including this one, it's information, education, and sometimes entertainment only. If you have any health concerns, do speak with your doctor. Let's get to my guest, Dr. Pooch. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. How are you today? I love it. I'm, I'm absolutely great. It's been a long day at work for me. And this is the thing that I've been looking forward to and connecting to you. You're based in LA, aren't you? That's right. So as I said, I met you on, um, you were one of the guests on, uh, on a podcast that I recently was on too. So it's the Our Messy Rainbows. Just a quick question. What was your experience of Dee and Ray? Oh, I was, I was just cheesing from ear to ear. It was just, I, you know, who would, how can you not enjoy being interviewed by two lovely, lovely little girls? I mean, it's just, especially being Dr. Pooch, I focus on children's health. It was just such an honor. Uh, anytime I'm around kids, but specifically to, to have such insightful questions from two, two young girls, two bright young girls. Uh, it was just, 
really such a pleasure. I, my heart was melting with every question. Absolutely. By the way, if you're watching, listening to this, do check out. I've got a clip on one of my episodes uh, that, where, you know, I get their insights. They give some really great advice for entrepreneurs when it comes to mental health. But they also had some great advice on how to deliver schooling during a lockdown and pandemic. So we won't go there today. Dr. Pooch, who are you? I mean, what led you here? Tell me all about you. Well, uh, Dr. Pooch is the new Dr. Seuss. So I focus on children's holistic health literacy. Uh, I have a line of children's books that I feel, um, well, they're already changing families uh, a perspective on, on holistic health. So my goal is to bridge the gap in health literacy amongst children and adults. So as you, as you see, as we just talked about with our messy rainbow, Children are so pure, like they're, they're just beacons of light. We don't have to alter them in any way. They're just perfect. But uh, our schooling, uh, the entertainment that we're exposed to, the just, you know, social norms and, and values kind of change us as, as we grow older and uh, we lose focus with who we truly are and how our creator really made us to be, right? So my goal is to just, uh, teach kids to be holistic health coaches and bring that into the family because as, as we know, uh, being, talking about entrepreneurs, children are being marketed to, although it's illegal, right? Children are being marketed to through the color schemes, through, through you know, a variety of adver advertisements, and there's a nag factor, right? This has been studied for, for years and years, uh, the nag factor where Kids nag their parents, I want this, I want this, I want this. So that is for a negative. So Dr. Pooch said, well, why can't we do this for the positive? Children can, can nag their parents into something that will actually benefit them. And they can be, be, be I don't want to use the word tricked because it's not really a trick. It's just presenting them with good quality uh, information and, and education and entertainment, right? Edutainment. Is the is the word like Absolutely. you know use the, the two and so so that's who Dr. Pooch is. I'm you know I'm from the hip hop generation. Uh, I you know I'm from LA and so I have this like larger than life view of the world and you know Hollywood and uh, I just I I I embodied all of that and um, put it out with my creative twist and you know I'm I'm still working on it. I'm still putting, you know, doing creative uh, uh, endeavors and creating, you know, music and, 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 and literature for children and adults. But right now, I'm just, I don't want to be all over the market. I'm specifically, in terms of my literature, doing this for children, because that's the cornerstone of, uh, that's the future. And that's really the, that's, that's the, the most important piece to address, because the ch everything starts with the children. And most people's problems begin as a child. Excellent. Look, I'm going to get deeper into what you're doing and what your vision is in a moment. Uh, but I just want to go back. And before I do, you know, for, for those of you who are watching, listening, um, I was speaking with a really great leader in the world of preventive medicine, public health. Um, his name is David Katz. You know, he's, he's world renowned. He was on Dr. Oz shows and all sorts of other things. And he's a professor at Yale University and former president of the American College of Preventive of Lifestyle Medicine and we were having this conversation and you know I, we were talking about how children are not only is that the key point where they're developing health 
healthy lifestyles and so on. But it's also, as you said, it's the nag factor, but the opposite. That's the way in to the whole family's health as well. Indeed, community health. So if you can get those children to be, you know, health champions, fantastic. And it's not just about human health, because holistic health, you know, do you want to just elaborate what you mean by holistic health? It could mean all sorts of things. Yeah, well, uh, beyond the, the children, their pets at home. So what are the pets eating, right? Every, everybody that's taken a psychology class knows, knows about the Pavlov uh, uh, experiments and, 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 and what he fed them, right? For, so he fed them optimal food uh, and, and one litter, one generation after the next, maintain their integrity, maintain their health, maintains, you know, be able to propagate. And the other set, they were given canned food and there was a degradation gen generation after generation. And so there are these two paths. So within everything, all aspects of our life, there are these two paths. Uh, one leads to ultimate health and, and prosperity. And one leads to a degradation and, you know, just uh, a, a a downhill effect. And so the cleaning products we use, right? If we're use, using ammonia-based cleaning products and you have pets at home, that creates an inevitable problem because ammonia is a waste product, right? Nitrogen, ammonia, waste. Like, so, the, so imagine the senses that are already magnified of a pet. Like how are they dealing with this environment that we're creating? So our environments, right? Whether it be our home or the larger environment, our earth is all part of our holistic health. Love it. Absolutely. And that's what I was hoping you were going to say. So absolutely. It's all things, one health, which includes animals, wildlife, it's planetary health or environmental health. And these are the challenges of our future. And it's the world in which our children are going to be inheriting. So we should do all we can to, to help that. So I, I love it. But I now want to go back in time briefly. You know, what was your trigger to get into the health space in general? Um, so after I graduated high school, um, I didn't know what I wanted to do. My parents had just divorced. I had just come back from not living with them for about five years, maybe six years or something like that. Um, and so uh, prior to that, I was in, you know, just crazy situations, family, you know, fam from extended family uh, to, um, you know, my grandma, to boarding school, to other extended family, to friends, to, you know, just really shifty kind of uh, life. And finally, when I came back home uh, to the United States, to Los Angeles, uh, my parents had divorced. And so another shift happened. And so when it came time for college, um, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I, I didn't have the guidance to, 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 you know, to encourage me, like, you know, go, go to, go to college, kind of fell through the cracks. Right. Um, but I was strong mentally because I had lived in third world countries. I'd lived in Europe. I lived, you know, and, you know, and I'm from LA. So I was already strong minded. So um, when it came to community, I, 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 I opted for community college and I just took random classes. I would look at the, at the, at the, uh, the courses, right? The, they had a mag like a, 
a catalog and I was just looking at the courses like, oh, this, this sounds interesting. Oh, this sounds interesting. And, and I tailored my own uh, education. I was never focused on getting a piece of paper, right? Getting the, 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 the degree. That, that wasn't my thing. I wanted the tools to be able to do what I really felt inside my heart, like as a creative person. Um, so I took a bunch of science classes. I took uh, uh, a bunch of creative, creative writing classes. I took uh, Chinese. I thought I was going to go into uh, tr traditional Chinese medicine. That's what I was preparing for. But as I studied, I found that there were certain holes, at least in, from my perspective, there were certain things that they just kind of didn't really address and kind of washed over and didn't have solutions for. And so I was like, okay, just looking at the whole spectrum of, at that time, this was 2000, early 2000, so 2000, what? Two, two like 2001, 2002, two, up to 2004. Um, really up to 2006, I was still, you know, just in and out of different colleges from, and I had moved certain places too, uh, outside of Los Angeles. And so everywhere I went, I was just, I would take a, a college course. So I was always passionate about education. I just didn't, at that time, there weren't the programs that uh, are available today or that were available from 2010 or 2012 or so on. So Essentially, I had like a little rough period in terms of uh, just trying to find out my educational path. Ultimately, I became, I found a program in uh, uh, holistic, uh, as a certified holistic health coach. They trained health coaches, uh, the, pro the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, IIN. Uh, very good, you know, program. And that was the beginning. And that was in 2012, 2011, 2012. Nice. Look, I'm. I'm not going to let you go with that because I want to dig deeper. I've, I've been uh, learning about how when we ask ourselves, you know, what's the real reason why we do something and feel free to share whatever you're willing to share. But once we understand what really drives us, that's the thing as entrepreneurs that keeps us going through the challenges because it's not an easy ride as an entrepreneur. It's not a clear cut path in front of us, unlike a regular a job, you know, as an employee. So I'm really curious, like if I dig deeper right now, Dr. Pooch, you know, what's the real reason under that? If I peel a layer back, why, why health as opposed to anything else? Uh, well, health is everything. Uh, you, know, the, the, you know, the common thing to say, health is wealth, right? But really health is everything. I have, you know, mental health issues in my family. I have, uh, you know, chronic illness in my family, obesity. I have, um, you know, poverty. <laughs> like, every, you know, we, as like, all of this encompasses an aspect of holistic health, right? And so if, if we want to change anything, it's going to be an aspect of holistic health within any field that you take we can't operate at an optimal level if we're not healthy, mentally, physically, spiritually, like it's, we just can't, we will, we will be thrown off course and someone else will have to come in to take care of us. And so to truly be independent in this world, you have to understand the, the, the mechanics of your body. You have to understand the mechanics of your mind and your spirit even. 
So these things have always um, resonated with me. Some of my earliest jobs, actually, when I was in Senegal, I started tutoring for, 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 for money, right? And I would, I would tutor English because I spoke, you know, English. And uh, I would teach, you know, French kids and, and Senegalese kids. I would go to their house and, and they would pay me for, for English lessons. And I was really good at that. Then when I came here, some of my first jobs were in schools. And I wound up working with uh, the autistic community or, you know, mentally challenged, ADD, uh, you know, all of the behavioral issues. And this is like, like 17, 18, like fresh out of, you know, high school. And um, I was so good at it. No credentials whatsoever. I was so good at it. The school ended up giving me my own classroom. To, ha to, to, to handle the kids that just were, you know, they had, you know, outbursts, they had physical, and this was a special school where there was even a team of, you know, big like guys to help manage the kids if there was like a physical outburst, right? So after the school exhausted all of their resources through, you know, the big guys, and they would send them to me. And I would, <laughs> like, and so I was always good at it. You know, I, I just energetically, I was able to just turn their, their, their whole mindset, you know, and I didn't know what it was early on. I was just being me. Um, but, you know, it's, there's, there's, of course, there's, there's some part of like some innate something that was there that, that just resonated with children. And so, you know, growing up, growing up, you know, having more jobs, more, uh, you know, more time to explore this, this gift, um, it led me onto you know the path that I'm on now. I can feel it, uh, Doctor Pooch, and I am going to keep calling you Doctor Pooch because it, you know it's a really cool name. And so the thing that you've got, and I can feel it just from a you know across the ocean right now through Zoom. It's um, I can tell you, you you get along well with kids, but you've also got a unique innate kind of skill set that you're channeling through as well. It's your creative arts, if you like, your storytelling music so tell me what you're doing as part of dr pooch how are you um, actually spreading your word yeah so right now is a really exciting time uh, as you see i just launched a, a new website um you know as entrepreneurs we have to take on all of these hats and it's like it takes time to learn all of this stuff because there's no just one shot manual that you can learn okay do this and do that and so it's you know it's a constant unfoldment of yourself and um, so I decided, so as a, I took on the pen name, Dr. Pooch, and developed my series. I got into this program at, um, uh, uh, what's the name of the, the uh, UC uh, uh, Dominguez Hills, Dominguez Hills. So I was in a, a business accelerator, right? Uh, a couple years ago in, and, and, and just working on my pitch and just working on just the biz, business aspect. Um, unfortunately, I didn't, well, man, I don't wanna say that. Uh, so um, I ended up doing a pitch and I was talking about things like I'm talking about right now. Like, I do this and I, you know, I wrote these books and I, you know, I, because of my background in hip hop and music and you know, blah, 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 blah. And the guy stopped me, right? He was like, well, if you do music, I don't want to hear about it. I want to hear it, right? And I'm like, oh, okay, you want to, you want to hear it? 
And so I, I, I wrote a pitch and literally wrapped the whole pitch right. and it just became a historic moment within within that 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 uh, that program, and I started winning, uh, you know, different pitch competitions and all of these things. And I was like, oh wow, like these old white guys want to hear me rap? Like this is crazy. Okay, I guess. And it just it just gave me a, a confirmation to 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 really identify with Dr. Pooch. Like okay, Hassan. And Haas and all of those nicknames that my friends called me. Nah, like that's I always shied away from Dr. Pooch. You know, my like <laughs> I I would go to Senegal as a as a seven-year-old kid, you know, for summertime or whatever. And the whole my my grandma's whole village, right? Her whole part of town, they would they would just run behind the car and oh Pooch is here, Pooch, you know, obviously in the native, in the native language. And so I've I've been Pooch my whole life, Dr. Pooch, Pooch. But I always shied away from it. Like, I don't want anybody to know I'm Pooch. You know, only the really, my really close family called me Pooch. But uh, different experiences like this helped me uh, identify. And, 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 and mind you, I was doing music, you know, almost like around the world at that time. And I was still shying away from my given nickname, right? And so there was like, like, why am I shying away from this? So it made me identify with, 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 with the character and it helped me merge um, my hip hop persona with this, this, this medical minded entrepreneur. And uh, yeah, here I am. And, and it's, 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 it's still just, you know, come, it's, it's, it's still coming through, right? So uh, I, I have a project right now that I'm working on the volume two. Uh, volume one is already out, it's called FDA. So I, I, I took the acronyms instead of Food and Drug Administration, I said food is dope in America, right? And so if on Clubhouse, that's my, that's my room and I host you know, a room, food is dope in America and people resonate with that. They're like, oh yeah, food is dope in America. I'm like, yeah, it's just, they're telling you food and they administer your drugs and your food. So food is dope in America. And so it's, I'm just taking this hip hop twist to like, just get at the, get at the medical industry to, to hopefully create some change because hip hop is our, is our dominant culture in this world, right? Everybody's embraced hip hop. And so if I can dumb down the conversation enough to where I can put it in a hip hop song and then it sticks, or I can put it in a children's book and then it makes sense, like through the rhymes and through the cadence that I keep, that I keep within the books, then I think I would have done my job, right? So, so, so that's like, you know, a long answer, but that's, that's, this this Dr. Pooch that that I'm I am and still becoming and still you know showing the world it's you know merging of these these two worlds. You should go all in. I you don't need me to be telling you this, but you should be going all in with Dr. Pooch and everything. You've got the the hip hop, and now you've you've also got the book series. By the way, I put a link to your website down below for anyone who's watching, listening. Do check that out. Uh, you've got the Get Well Johnny book series. What's that all about? Yeah, Get Well Johnny is, uh, so Johnny Mustache, Get Well Johnny. Uh, yeah, it's, it, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's so amazing. So um, I'm just so happy to get like laughs and, and, and just bring in the sense of like, you know, a childlike sense, because this is really, you know, doc, you can't say Dr. Pooch without a smile, Johnny Mustache and all of these characters, like it just brings about joy. And um, so, so basically this book series is, 
an all-in-one curriculum for children, K through third grade, but it really goes beyond K through third grade. Because if I ask most adults what their favorite superfood is, they would not know how to answer that question. If I say, you know, I don't want to put even a doctor, I could put them on the spot, name five superfoods. I bet you kale and broccoli are going to, you know, spinach are going to come out of their mouth, right? So if you don't have, as a doctor, as a medical doctor, five favorite superfoods, or go ahead, list five anti-inflammatory foods right now. Like, there, uh, 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 uh. So what I'm doing is just making it so easy that a child can list through my book, Inflammation Nation, or through my book, Superfoods are Super Fun, or through, you know, like, toxic tales or through like any of these books, I give them a relationship through this character, Get Well Johnny. He's, he's obviously, he's obese. He represents the problem, right? He represents what I see here out in the community every day. These kids that are big, right? These kids that are gulping down like, you know, 16 ounce sodas for lunch and eating, you know, hot Cheetos and chips and, you know, all of these things like, this is where we are. This is where we are. So the Get Well Johnny book series um, is the direct answer to that, to solve the problem, to present the problem for children, to for them to identify and love that character and then bring that home. So they become the character, they become Johnny Mustache and then bring that into their household and the whole family learns because at the, at, on, at the back end of all of these books, there's actual curriculum, there's exercises, there's activities, there's recipes. Now I'm changing the culture through the child. I'm, I'm making the parent accountable to the lessons that these children are learning, right? Like you can't, you can't buy your child a book and say, you know, sugar from nature is always fine. It's only a hazard when sugar's refined and then say, oh, you want some sugar on your pancakes? Like you can't, you know what I mean? You, you just can't do that. A child won't allow that type of schizophrenic behavior. They're going to say, oh, hold on. We just learned that, you know, this apple is better than this unnatural sugar or, you know, before food reaches the table, make sure to read the ingredient label. Oh, well, there's refined sugar in here. And I thought that this was bad. And the parent is just going to say, uh, 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 just eat your food, right? So the, all they can do is just bully them. But the child innately knows they only have to be told once what the truth is. And the child knows. The adult, you have to just, ah, it's tiring. It's tiring. You coach people, you, you know, it's like, what do you do with the adult? We fall back ourselves as adults. We fall back into our own habits. But the child this just makes the job easy. So that's what this, that's what this book series is about. It's just, you know, leveling out the playing field. You have honestly, again, you don't need me to be saying this to you, but you have everything that it takes to create a movement, a tribe. Um, it's, you know, this gets at the core of all sorts of issues. And when you're talking about childhood obesity, there's all sorts of problems that are not the child's own fault. It's their community. It's their access to, healthy foods and it's what what's programmed their brain and their taste habits from childhood you know this I don't need to be sharing this but I'd love for to see and you might have already done this is through your books it's the tools that not only teach them how to look after their own health with what they eat I mean my five-year-old comes home and tells me don't eat don't drink that what are you doing he's five he's learning these things but also giving them the tools that they can influence change 
in their community so that they they actually demand healthy food you know what i mean in, in their communities and uh, it's just anyway I'll, I'll stop preaching right now but i love what you're doing and i'm just curious if for a moment you know as, as entrepreneurs we love some of us anyway love for our children to follow in our footsteps and become entrepreneurial and i'm not just talking about setting up their own business but having the entrepreneurial mindset I read a great book uh, recently called Kidpreneurs. It's getting kids uh, to think in that way, right? And we need more and more entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, because there's enough problems that need resolving. And I'm going to put this out there. The traditional way of teaching in schools is not going to get us to be problem solvers. I'm sorry. I have to put that out there. We have to be creative. (laughs) Know this. They know that. And it's, it's it's a level of insanity that we're collectively dealing with. We know that the, 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 the systems that we've created, damn near all of them do not work. How, and that's why we are where we are. So now it's either up to us or it's going to fall on our kids to deal with the even worse problem. Like that's just the reality. Uh, just for a moment, uh, Dr. Pooch, I'd love for you just to stare right into the camera and speak to children who you normally speak to on a day-to-day basis and just share some insights just briefly. So, hello, children of the world. You are our future leaders. And whatever you do, if you keep holistic health values as the pillars that keep you upright, if you hold those values dear, dear to your heart in any field that you go to, whether you want to be a fireman, whether you want to be the president, whether you want to be a lawyer, then you will bring holistic health consciousness, meaning you will value your life and the other person's life. You'll value your life and your neighbors and the person that's all the way around the world and every action that you take no matter what field you're in, whether you're in, you work for the water treatment facility or you work for the, 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 the garbage collection you know, uh, uh, you know, company, whatever you do, the impact that you have in your life will resonate and you'll have a ripple effect all over the world because you are important. So whatever you do, there's going to be a responsibility that you have towards somebody outside of yourself and the more we can identify with this that what happens to you happens to the other person then you'll truly understand what loving yourself as your neighbor or loving the other as your you know uh, loving other people as yourself you'll truly understand what that means and if you live with those values in your life which obviously we don't obviously we we failed but you can succeed. You can be the ones that really make this world one world. And I'm not talking about one world government. I'm not talking about all of that because they're going to be pushing different agendas on you and you're going to be kind of confused. I'm talking about a world where we know that the birds and the bees are literally part of our environment. If, if you understand that and live with those principles, then how you eat, how you throw your products away, what types of products you use, what you use on your body, what you use 
the type of education you have, the systems that you'll be a part of, that you'll create, will be entirely different than what we have today. And that's the goal. We want something entirely different than what we have today. We want systems that involve all of us. And poverty and all of these things can be wiped away with the technologies and the ingenuity that you, you children of tomorrow, children of today, adults of tomorrow, will be bringing into this world. And, um, I hope to be alive at that time, and I hope uh, that my child can benefit from, uh, you know, the type of world that you guys are going to be creating, and you know, my future children as well. So that's that's that. I love it, Dr. Pooch. Look, we this is the first time you and I are meeting, and it's over Zoom of all places, but. I know we're going to meet in person hopefully soon after this pandemic lets us free to travel again and whether it's in LA or London or anywhere we've we've got a lot of work to do together I'm sure. Um, I'm curious now if just for like my second to last question really if you were going to speak to yourself because I'm speaking to the person the entrepreneur watching listening who may have been in your shoes as you were before you really stepped into the health arena as Dr. Pooch. If you were going to speak to that entrepreneur yourself five years ago, perhaps, you know, looking for a way to get into the health sector, but you're new, you don't know what to do, where to look, um, what to do to drive that passion you may have. I think from what I've heard from you, you've seen a lot of poverty, you've had your own childhood struggles, and you've also seen and looked after loved ones, perhaps, that have gone through health issues of their own. So all of these combined are triggering you and inspired you to do what you do now. And just listening to you, you have a lot of insight, a incredible insight. So I know you're going to go far, but speak to that person, you, five years ago. What would be your advice to them? Five years ago, you know, five years ago, I was still on this journey. Five years ago, uh, I, I was at the Crenshaw Farmers Market, and I was just uh, I was just um, showcasing my books to the community at the at the Crenshaw Farmers Market. And mind you, this is Crenshaw, you know, this is the Crenshaw District. This is the food desert. We don't we don't have these places, uh, so it's difficult to be a pioneer. You know, it's difficult to I don't want to say difficult. It's challenging to be a pioneer. And to, and to bring something new into the world uh, that doesn't exist yet, but it takes time. Uh, it takes time if you're, if, you're, if you're doing something, let me say this, the larger your vision, the longer it's going to take. And that's just, it seems to be like a universal law, right? Like the, it's, it, it's almost like magnetism, like, you know, the, the, the larger the planet, right, the slower it moves, right? And so if you're this large planet, if you're this, this, this massive force or this, this huge sun that's, that's in the galaxy, your trajectory might be a little slower, but once that gravitational pull happens, like you said, it, 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 could, it, it could be monumental, it could be light, it could, you know, who knows, I could have an impact on this world, God, God willing, I will. But that's, that's what I want to do. And so I realized that it takes a lot, a lot of energy and focus to be able to attract that, 
that much weight, that much gravity, or that much, you know, influence in the world. So I would tell my, my, my self five years ago, get over every, I would tell him, you're alone in this at this point. Your vision is your own. Nobody's going to, you don't have teammates. You, 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 you're your own teammate. You're the captain. You're the, you're every player. And so be comfortable wearing all of those hats. Focus on your weakest point. Don't focus on your strengths. Focus on your weakest points because your strengths come naturally, right? So you'll, you'll, and, and, and you like to do what you're good at. You like to be good, but focus on what you're not good at because just over that hill, once you, once you, you know, climb that mountain of your, your, your ultimate weaknesses, your success lies right behind that hill, right? That mountain or whatever it is. So um, identify what you're not good at. Know what you are good at. Know what you are good at because that's, that will be, that's your innate success. That's, that's your, that's your God-given, you know, gifts. That's, that's, that's what God wants you to do, obviously, uh, because he made you good at it. But you also have to focus more on your weaknesses because you can't just be good at what you're, what you're good at. You know, an entrepreneur has to be good at many, many things. And it takes, it takes a lot. It takes a lot. So either if you're blessed, find the people that can help you on your weaknesses, but don't rely on them. Learn everything that you can to become stronger at all, all your weaknesses and don't shy away from that. And, um, you know, I, I'm still trying to do that today, you know, so, so that's, uh, that's the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess if, you know, if you've been watching, listening to this up to now, I want to thank you for, for sticking with us because I've loved learning from Dr. Pooch right now. And if, if you do like this, I, I want to ask you to do two things, just two simple things. Do check out Dr. Pooch's website, which is in the links uh, below, but also, come and join us on the Facebook group. And I'm going to put this offer out to Dr. Pooch as well. I'd love for you to join us on this Facebook group and enter this competition, because if you're like Dr. Pooch, including Dr. Pooch, who I hope is going to enter this competition, I'd love for you to enter this competition. It's the prize is worth way more than the 5,000 pounds value that I've attached to it. Essentially, it gets you to take this course that I've developed that takes you from where your passion and idea is, but actually to bring it into the market and actually make an impact on what you're looking to create. So that's number one, to make sure your product or service that you're creating is aligned with the lifestyle that you're looking for, because that's absolutely critical for any sustainability and scalability. Uh, but secondly, or thirdly, if I should say, you'll be able to work with me directly one-on-one -on -one and join this new group of health entrepreneurs that I've created called the Intelligence Incubator. I'd love to have you uh, join me and I'll announce the winner on day 90 of this challenge where I'll hopefully be celebrating this marathon feat. So do check out those links. Dr. Pooch, I'm going to come back to you with any final words you may have. Uh, thank you for this opportunity. You know, anytime I could just talk about what I do, uh, it just, it, 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 you know, uh, I, I obviously love what I'm doing. I'm obviously very passionate about it. Um, you know, the, the, my full, as a, as a, I don't know when you're putting out this, uh, I, I think it's live. We're so live. <laughs> uh, so uh, the full 12 books, um, 
are not out yet. Probably in the second week of June, I'll be finalizing pages. The, the six books that are currently out, uh, I'm adding more pages to them uh, just to bulk it up. I've learned stuff just interacting with the books and, and conducting workshops all around town. Um, so I'm, I'm infusing more information into the books and just making them more powerful, literally. Um, so, so I would say uh, by August, the first week of August, the books will be available for purchase uh, mid-June, um, and uh, by August, I'll have another run of the books uh, through another printer. But um, these are the most important children's books on the market. They, 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 you know, and it's not just to blow smoke up my, you know, like it, it, teaching a child health values takes them like we, I can give you statistics of, 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 you know, a child at a, a teenager, if they know how to cook or if they know how to, you know, uh, uh, you know, care for themselves and, 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 you know, just handle basic kitchen, you know, uh, you know, um, things like if they know how to, how to get their way around the kitchen, like that will add to their success in the long run. That will add to their health in the long run. So teaching this to your child. Let me say this, first of all, I always say this. We're in the first generation of parents that may outlive their own children. Like this is where we are, ladies and gentlemen. We're in the first generation. So this means, okay, this coupled with another bit of information, male fertility is on the decline. Right. As a medical doctor, I'm sure, you know, male fertility is on the decline by 2035 or 2040. I believe it's going to be zero. It's down 60 or 70 percent since the 1970s. Right. And so there's there's a trajectory that we're going on. This means that our society is currently engineered for our for us, our generation to not be grandparents. That's what that means. If male fertility is at zero, our children are, are grown up in this world, already one in three of them are obese, dealing with some type of chronic illness, right? Then by the time that they are, you know, mating and, and, and doing their thing, what's, what, what is the level of, of, of fertility? And that's just men, men, it's going down for women as well. So we're at a turning point in our, in our world where we have to begin to do things differently. This, this pandemic has forced us to do things differently. We could have in this pandemic changed or, or at least addressed everybody's chronic uh, uh, ailment, everybody's chronic ailment. Nutritionally, we could have we could have we could have gotten the whole world to to take a course in holistic health. We could have mandated this. We could have done like you know it, it sounds extreme, but but we have a whole nation of people now that are working from home, uh, doing businesses from Zoom. Like five years ago, I was telling my my own mother, "Why are you going to your thing? Have do conduct your meetings on Zoom, and she was like, "Oh, I can't. I that that just can't happen." I'm like, "Why can't it happen?" Now it's happening, and she loves it, right? So, if 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 we can take this opportunity to change our lives, it's not 
us that we're changing. It's the future of the world that we're changing. So we really have to see ourselves as very, very important people. So I'll stop there. You are very, very important. And the, the, the things that you do in this lifetime is very important. I hope, I hope what you just told me about that statistic isn't true. Fertility is. going down to my it's, God. It's, it's terrifying. I'm going to have to look that up. Um, look, Dr. Pooch, it's been an absolute pleasure. I, I love learning from you and I'm really glad that we got to meet. And um, again, do check out his website and hopefully I'll put a purchase in to, to get a copy of those books as well. So thank you so much. I will see you all. Actually, I'm taking the day off tomorrow, but we'll be back on Sunday with two special guests. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Learn more at The Entrepreneur's Doctor www.entrepreneurs.doctor. Better health starts here.